understand the rest of our life. <clears throat> what do I mean by that? What I mean is, is that ultimately there's not that much that we can do uh, to help our, ourselves with our past um, except for what we do in the present moment. What, what do I mean? We spoke yesterday and we've been speaking about even talking about your past. Thank you. But talking about your past is, might be a great way that you can heal your past, you can figure out your past, whatever it might be. But ultimately, when do you talk about your past? You talk about your past in the present moment, in the moment that we have in front of us. The challenges that we experience in the present moment are usually um, that history repeats itself. Our relationships with people, right? There's something in psychology that's called transference. Transference, we've spoken about this before. Transference, we'll talk about transference and thoughts, right? Someone can look up quickly. I know we've said this many times, but if someone can look up um, as far as our thoughts, our daily thoughts, our repetitive thoughts, just like transference, which, which I'll talk about in a second, what that means, because we spoke yesterday a little bit about affirmations. Do I have anyone who, Menachem, I was counting on you, about 80% of what? They're the same thoughts. I want to know how many thoughts we have a day. They're the same, basically, repetitive thoughts, and most of them, the percentage of negative. Come on, Menachem, you got to go quick, work faster than Sorry. Negative thought. There you go. 60,000. That's a lot. And 60,000 is a lot. Correct. No, but they go, but they go through. So go. So one second. And then I want to get the negative. One second. First, let's get step number one. Before you get negative, don't say anything yet. So guys. Where'd you get that? So you guys have to machlekes in, in a... Okay, whatever it is, whatever it is. So let's get the basic, good, let's get the basic picture, guys. The basic picture is, what's the percentage? 80 to 90% are the same thoughts. Is this correct, what I'm saying? 60, 60 to 90,000 thoughts a day. 80 to 90% of those thoughts are the same thoughts. And how many percentage of them are negative? 80% negative. How do we know that? He has that also. So we got to get that, guys. We got to remember that one. Maybe could, could you screenshot and send that to me so we can have that on file? Okay? So that means most of our thoughts. What up, Victor? You don't like it? I don't like it because it's all 80% are negative. How do we know that? Yeah. You might not like that. You might not like that. No, not like what I don't read. What? I know that these repetitive thoughts are us taking in our surroundings. Having the same thoughts as we had our whole life, because we expected we are greater to be Okay, true. well, hold up, hold up. Because there's no stuff that's taking your thing. Why does others was negative? Good. Okay, I think there. So that's what, you don't like that. It's like Nachi says, you're there. Hold up, one second. You might not like it, but it doesn't matter if you like it or not. It's a fact. It, it's, I mean, it, I'm saying it sounds like, it sounds like, it sounds like, no, but what, one second, but hold up, but I, I'll tell you, no, but let, let, let's, well, let's start over again. Let's start over. Where did, where did that, where was that born from? It was born because what I was saying was, we, history repeats itself. History repeats itself. 
we repeat ourselves. We repeat ourselves, right? You can run and go to another place, but you're going to re, re discover. That's not really the word I was looking for. You're going to re repeat. Thank you, Nachi. You can that's a tough word. You're going to repeat. You're going to repeat your same thing you did over there. It's not where you are. It's who you are. Now, of course, your surroundings affect you, but, let, let, but bottom line, and I think we spoke about this, okay, I might need another uh, Google question, Menachem or Yeshaya, right? At what age, I don't know if this is going to be easy to find, but they say when you're six years old, by the time you're six years old, you're three years old, you're already in, you're already programmed. You're already programmed. And that sounds so like, like, like depressing, right? So by the time you start your life, you start your life, you're already programmed. You have the same thoughts that are basically recurring every day. 80% of them are negative. 80% of them are the same thoughts. That's, that's, that's not so geschmack, as they say. right? So what do you do? That's the question. So what do we do? So what's the first, so what's the first step that somebody can do when they recognize that we're just going to, right? that's why I say today's the first day of the rest of your life. Because when a person wants to make a change, it's very hard to make a change. It's very difficult for a person to make a change. That's why Rabbi Yisrael Salanter, I'll get to you in a second, Yeshaya. That's why Rabbi Yisrael Salanter says it's harder for a person to change one midah than it is to learn all of shas. Right? And that doesn't just mean dafyomi seven and a half years, which is hard to do also. That what? That what? Yeah, correct. Rabchatzkel, they say it took him six years to learn how to say good morning. I mean, what's so hard to say good morning? I don't know. Maybe he was a grouch in the morning. I don't know what the story is. They say the Chalut it took him 16 years, the Zayda, 16 years to have an ayin toiv. Could you imagine? Exactly. And we're like, oh, what do you mean? How come I'm having trouble judging people favorably? Like, why can't I just snap... Right, right, exactly. Two, two therapy sessions and one Masil Sisharm Shear. And how come I'm such a negative guy? Shkayach. And that's besides the fact that your mother's negative, your father's negative, and your grandparents are negative. So talk about all the legacies. Right, exactly. And I don't work as hard as the Chedusha Rim and all that stuff. And I still want right, to put myself in a microwave oven and press two minutes and 37 seconds and come out being a positive guy. That's not the way life goes. Avigdor, are you with me? I've been thinking about my <laughs> yeah, I just heard a Misa. I just heard a Misa. I just heard a, a first-hand Misa from about Reb Schneer Cutler. From Reb Schneer Cutler about your grand about your grandfather about your great grandfather. You knew this? No, but I told me this. I just heard a crazy Misa that Reb Schneer told someone that that uh, who's the person he speaks to? Thank you so much. Who's the person, thank you, Nussi. Who's the person that he speaks to? What, what is this, by the way? Yeah, right? We went, uh, oh, oh, from Basayin. It looks like beer, if it was hard. Well, it's beer, it's beer, beer. If it was a little, I'd do a little Irish coffee over here. I'd do a little, if it was a little vodka, I'd put a little a beer. I'm not going to mix in here. <laughs> no, it's fine. If it was here, then to go get it already. And then people will start asking kashas. One second. Yeah. 
Okay, wait, I'll make a bracha in a second. So, so the Rav Schneir said, who, who, was, who would he speak to to get Eitzah from was, was, uh, was Sidney Greenwald. That's what he said. Rav Schneir Kala. Could you imagine? You knew that? What? I heard it from the son. I heard it from, uh, from Aaron Cutler. It's pretty crazy. So it comes with the whole story, but it's not for now. But what's the point? Why was I saying that? The point is, is that no matter how great you are, how, how great you are, you need somebody else to help you understand the way you think. You need, in order to change, you can't trust your thinking. That's not a bad way. It's not a bad thing to say. You can't trust your thinking. It just means you're going to repeat your thoughts. You're going to repeat all the same things. That's how I was saying transference. In psychology, what's transference? Transference means basically, in a nutshell, if you had a difficult relationship with your father. Sorry, Yishai, you had a question? Uh, yeah. Um, so the question is, like, so what does being a positive person mean? Because Good. overwhelmingly, if we look at it, right. we're negative. Good, right. That's exactly. Subtle. Good. Good, good. Great question. Good, good, good. Good, good, good. Let's take it slow. Good, beautiful, beautiful. Let's go. Correct. 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 It's not about being positive. It's, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about it in a second. Good. But let's just get the way it works. The way it works is we're programmed. Everybody's programmed from a very young age, and we have transference. Transference means, right, now, not to get so much into psychology and especially Freud and psychodynamics, which is pretty, pretty, pretty strong. It's hard to really argue about your early on relationships. And I'm not going to get into this in psychology, but just to set the, set the, the, um, the, the platform of how difficult it is to change. Right? We know the Gemara calls something called Girsa Diyankasa. Girsa Diyankasa means what you learn when you're young stays very, very tight very strong within you. So your mommy and your daddy and your brother and your sister and your grandfather and your grandmother and your dynamics of your family are very, very, very powerful. They're very, very powerful. And when you're a child, like we said yesterday, we speak about, you don't know how to think analytically and to think outside of yourself. So whatever your mother told you is true. That's besides the fact that she carried you. I remember when I had to write a paper in graduate school, one of the papers that I had to write, it was like a 25-page paper. I wish I would have everyone here write the paper. I had to write a, a paper on who I was from the beginning of time till wh where I was then, and that in included, um, I had to do it from psychologically, uh, cognitively, socially, religiously, and it had to start from when my mother was carrying me as a child. And I had to interview, and I remember I interviewed my parents, and I looked at pictures of what stage they were in, what stage my mother was in, how old was she, what was she dealing with, why? Because I was in my mother's womb for nine months. And that affects a child very much. The anxiety of a mother, the, the whatever they went through during that time. That's besides being one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Now, we're not here learning about uh, the, the developmental stages of a child, but the point is, if you are programmed a certain way, it's very, very hard to change that program. Very, very difficult to change that program. 
And what's the raya? The raya is you have basically you're thinking the same thoughts. So if, if women are a certain way to you, if your father was a certain way to you, if whatever it might be, whatever it is, that's deeply in, in, in your system. So someone's going to say, okay, Avigdor doesn't like that. You don't like it. Why don't you like it? Because I want to change. I want to be free. Exactly. So in order to be free, and we'll talk about positivity in a second, in order to be free, you got to know how to get out of jail. So you got to know what jail you're in. You got to know where the windows are. You got to know what, how big the jail is. You got to know how tall it is. You got to know what it is. You have to first be able to understand what it is that I'm in in order to break out. Because if you don't know what you're in, right? They say, Anochi haster aster, which is Hashem says, I'm going to hide, doubly hide from you. Why does it have to say that Hashem's going to hide twice from you? He's going to hide, double hide. What does double hiding from someone mean? Anyone want to guess? You know what, I've got to make a bracha because I'm craving this a little bit. Hmm. What does it mean to double hide? What does it mean that you're double hidden? Know what that means? Oh, that you're hiding. I could put it in there. You're hiding the fact that you're hiding. So that means, is anyone going to look for you if you're hiding the fact that you're hiding? No. So what's a greater darkness? Is a great, uh, Victor, are you with me? What's a greater darkness? A dark, when it's dark, or when you think it's light outside and it's really dark? Correct. Because you don't even realize you're in darkness. You're in denial. D-E-N-I-A-L. Someone want to spell that out for me? Don't even notice I am lying. Denial. So when you're in denial, don't even notice I am lying. When you're in denial, so you think that it's my roommate. You think it's the weather. You think it's the yeshiva. You think it's the culture. You think it's your wife. You think it's your in-laws. You think it's your job. You think it's your blah, blah, blah. It's not. It's not. You're programmed a certain way. And when you're programmed a certain way, you're going to put all of how you're programmed on everything that you see. So the first step that you have to do is you have to realize what your program is. You have to realize what it is, how you are programmed. You have to realize, you have to really try and understand yourself. As Rabbi Sral Salanter says, a person can live in this world for 70 or 80 years and not get to know himself. And that's why it's important to understand where you're from. That's why it's important to know what, which member family you're in. Are you the oldest? Are you the youngest? Are you a middle child? What's your mother like? What's your father like? How did you grow up? What was third grade like for you? Because third grade is very, very important grade. And fifth grade is very important. By the time you got to 17, 18 years old, you were way, you were way... I remember speaking to someone, the person knows who I'm talking about. I'm not going to mention who he, who he is unless he wants to mention it was him. I remember the first time we sat down to talk, and I remember he started talking to me 
about, Rabbi, I want to tell you from, from ninth grade or from, I forgot which grade he started. He's like, I got to tell you from what my life was from ninth grade and on or, or 10th grade or something like that on. And I was like, okay, great. I want to hear what it was like from, element, from, from birth till ninth grade. Why? Because ninth grade and on is already more or less, more or less. Now it's harder because you're ninth grade, you're young, whatever it might be. But you're basically already reacting to other stuff that already happened to you. What? It's the results already. So everyone sitting here in this space medrash is already a result of something that happened from when you were born till a certain age. And the more clear you are able to understand when, how, what, where, my thoughts, my thinking, what was my thinking, then you could begin the game of life. Why do I say that? You could do affirmations. It's important to do affirmations. It's important to tell yourself you love you. It's important to look in the mirror and to do affirmations. It's very important. I've done it for years. I told you, I can send you my playlist. I did it for years. You could write sentence completions and all those things. But a person has to understand where he, where he went wrong, so to speak. When did things start getting difficult for me? Why did this happen to me? Why did I? Yes. Question, comments, please. Question, yeah, comments. Yes. 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 I, I just I got like, triggered by the word uh, results. Yes. As opposed to effects. Results sound like an end. It's just a personal. What do you mean? What result? What results, did I say? The results of our childhood. Yeah. That, that, that word is like, oh, it sounds like our childhood happened. This is that. It's more of like an end, end result. That's like an end of a. Uh, it is a cause and it is an effect. I think effect, it I is. Effect better, meaning for myself, I wanted to say I was very uncomfortable. Okay, okay. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate you being open and honest about that. When I say result, I mean that, 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 that if, if someone cause and effect, if someone uh, bullied you, if, if you had ADD in school, if you were kicked out of class, if you, your father did this to you, your mother, whatever it might be, then that can affect a person. And what happens is when we're 18 years old, when we're 17 years old, when we're 20 years old, we, we want to try and fix something. And we want to try and change something. But it's always important to, to have a better picture of, of where you are like, like, like we've spoken. Yes, you need your address of your destination. Your destination might be, I want to be happy. Your destination might want to be, I want to be someone who who's, doesn't have anxiety. Whatever your destination might be, that's great to know your destination, but you must know your location. You have to know how long and how far you are and where you begin from. Your location. Your location. If you want to get to, to I'm talking to a fellow Baltimorean, if I say you want to get to Ford's Lane, right? If I want to tell you you're going to get to Cross Country, you're going to get to Park Heights, right? Many guys who are not from Baltimore don't know what I'm talking about, but a Victor knows what I'm talking about, right? From here, what's it going to tell you to do? First, you got to go to JFK. First, you got to JFK. First, you got to go to Ben Gurion. First, you got to go to the airport. There's nothing to talk about. And what happens to a lot of people is they say, like we said, right? It's one of my favorite lines about positive thinking. 
And I have so much akarzatov to the guy in Meron who I heard it from when he told his kid, be positive, be positive, be positive. And I'm like, thank you so much. That's so negative. Be positive, be positive, be positive is, right? And you'll say in Yeshaya, I'm setting Yeshaya up for his joke about be positive. But be positive, be positive. See, I remember your jokes, Yeshaya. Be positive, be positive is a very negative statement. To say you should be positive, I got to be more positive, that is a negative statement. So Yeshaya is going to tell the joke and then we'll get back to it. Go. All right. First, I was going to say that don't say the be joke. positive, be positive, be positive is also falls into the repetitiveness of negative thoughts. <laughs> Very right. good. And then there's also, there was, uh, there was these two brothers that they were uh, unable to get their father a life-saving blood transfusion time. So they found the car up because they weren't able to figure out his blood type. They had very difficult time fulfilling his dying words of be positive, be positive. Thank you. I like the repetitive, I like the repetitive negative thinking with that also. It's true. Be positive. You should be positive. I want to be better. Those are great. Those are great statements. Those are great ritsonos. Those are great desires. But 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 what you need, what all of us need, is we need con text. We need to understand where we come from in order to figure out where we're, where we're going to. Yes, Yudi. Not a question. I just want to express how, yes. how, like, how, like, how, how are Ravi saying it's so important, but sometimes it's so hard because like, it's so much easier to take the blame than to like, sit down and like, it's okay for me to put the blame on my like, parents and other people. Like, it's not my fault of where I am. Exactly. Exactly. Very good, Yudi. And I think that that's very, very powerful. And it's not about anyone who knows this shear and anyone knows what we talk about. It's not about placing blame on anyone. It's not, and I mean that for real. It's not about placing blame. But I think what Yudi's saying is when a person realizes sometimes that it's not his fault and, it, and, and, and that's the circumstance that he was put in and that's how he was programmed. I was programmed, then that's why Rabbi Yisrael Salanter says the, the line that, that it, 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 it takes longer to change a midah. And I'll tell you why I'm saying that. How many of us get frustrated from the fact that we have to deal with the problems that we have and that that's the bigger problem than the problem itself? Sometimes our frustration is the fact, I spoke about it Friday night, when I spoke about Yaakov Avinu, it says, Kibah Hashemesh, that the sun set early. Sometimes we get frustrated that the sun set too early, and it's not supposed to be dark outside. And we get frustrated that I'm not supposed to be dealing with this problem. I'm supposed to get over this already. I'm supposed to be past this. And we get frustrated and say, look how old I am. Why am I still dealing with this? Or why am I dealing with this? I wish I wouldn't have to deal with this. But the truth is, if we had context and better context, maybe we'd give ourselves so much more credit and tell ourselves, oh my goodness, look at where I am in spite of my problems. Holy cow, look how amazing I am. And if a person would realize, oh my goodness, this is not... Even my fault, it might be now my responsibility to do something about it, but it's not my fault. And this is the 
hand that I have right now. But I believe, and I'll end off with that, and then I want to hear from you guys. That's why it's so important not to speak Lashon Hara. That's why it's so important not to think about other people and look at other people. Because number one, you have no idea what anybody else is struggling with. That's number one. Number one, you have no idea what anybody else is struggling with. And number two, and number two, number two is, is that is that what you're struggling with and what you're dealing with is, is exactly what you're supposed to be dealing with. It's exactly the way it's supposed to be. This is exactly what you're supposed to be dealing with. And I think what happens is we reject that which we, we need to accept and say this is exactly what I'm supposed to be dealing with. This is exactly what I'm supposed to be struggling with because this is who I am and this is where I come from. And this is, you know, you talk, we've been speaking a lot about parenting and children. I want to break the chain and I want to be a better parent. And I want to be a better spouse and I want to change. Like I've said many times, our parents, and as you get older, you'll, you'll appreciate your parents more. You'll appreciate how hard it is to be a parent, how difficult it is to be a parent. But at the same time, to realize that if I'm not going to do the work on me and I'm not going to fix or heal myself and I'm not going to become more mature, I'm not going to do that, then I'm just going to repeat history. Why? Because my thoughts are going to be the same thoughts. What I'm going to give over to my children are going to be the same thing. It's in the family system. That's the way it is. So there's so much hope. There's so much hope, but I think it's important to be in, in reality. And when I say reality, is to realize where I come from. Where I come from. Where do I come from? What did I grow up with? What was my father like? What was my mother like? What was my family Shabbos table like? What was my, what was my you know, my, my dinner table, if there was a dinner table with your family? What was that like? What was, what was, and that makes a tremendous impression on who you are. Then you could say, okay, now I want to change that. I'd like to change this about it. I'd like to keep this about it. I'd like to do this differently. But it's so important to get that understanding of who you are. Because otherwise what you're doing is you're putting in your ways something that could be in Africa. And it could take you seven years to get there. And that's Okay. Like we said, Rabbi Chatzkel says it took him six years to learn how to smile and say good morning, or to say good morning. I mean, big deal, it's so hard to say good morning. The Chedush takes him 16 years to judge, to see the good in somebody else. So what about us? What are we going to say? Could take a lifetime to work on something, and then you're happy with the work that you're doing. Could say, I have anxiety. What, what happens is usually we have anxiety that we have anxiety. We get frustrated. Oh, I'm not supposed to be having anxiety. Who told you you're not supposed to have anxiety? It's basically your middle name is anxiety. Well, why, why, why would you not have anxiety? Why would I not have anxiety? It's the most, right? It's like guys walking in. I see it a lot of times. Guys walking, I, and I love when I see this. I love, I love when I see this because I'm like, yes, this is, I'm, I'm, I, I love when I see this. When I see people come into a wedding, I see people walk into a wedding and they come to the chassan's dish and they take their cup. They take their cup right away. They walk in before they get comfortable. They walk in right away, fill it up. And they're doing it for one reason. One reason, in my opinion, I think. You guys could 
could give me insight. I think it's more or less one reason. Because they don't want to feel anxious. I think you're pretty accurate. Pretty accurate. <laughs> right? It's so much easier. Right? You come in. You're nervous. There are a lot of people. I want to get loose. I want to feel good. So go up. And everyone's great. Oh, l'chaim, l'chaim. No one says l'chaim. No one wants the brachas. No one l'chaim. Let's feel good, baby. Let's move, move right there. That's all. I saw the other... One of the chasanas recently I saw, I loved it. I, see, I love when I see even older people doing that. Because then you're like, wow, that's really, I feel bad for them. Right, teenagers, okay, you're a teenager. I saw Mamish right before the dancing, I saw like this chevra coming together, you know, like just taking their two, three shots. These guys were like m- mature, older men. And I'm like, I'm like, I hope, you know, I hope you're not like that. What can I tell you? I hope you're able to, to nothing, not because not, not I'm, I'm an anti-alcohol, uh, have a l'chaim guy. It's just because I feel bad that you still have anxiety. I feel bad that you haven't worked on that. I just feel bad for you. It's not, it's not that you're worse or better. It's just I feel bad that that's what, what, what you need to do to feel comfortable and that you're not able to even be uncomfortable. So be uncomfortable. So be uncomfortable. Yes, Rafi. Um, I just want to share on, on, like you said, like it's funny seeing adults going to the wedding. And yeah, I was, um, I was on a plea this week. And there was a guy who walked on the plane, probably 50 years old. Nice. He walks on. It was a four-hour flight. He sits down. Everybody sits down, puts on his headphones, and is playing some zombie game on his iPad the entire time. Exactly. And I'm not saying I wasn't, like, whatever, I'm not judging the guy. Correct. I was very happy that I looked at him and I associated his guy with a child. He did. Because there were children right over there with their headphones on their iPads. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. I 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 love that guy. I love that guy because. Why do I love that guy? I, I love him because look what he just did for us. It was awesome. Look what he just did. That guy will never see him. We'll never see him ever again. We'll never see him. Ah, Victor, you heard. That's why I love that guy. Thank you. Thank you for teaching me what I don't want to be like. That's why I said that. What? Yeah, exactly. It was a woman, I think, but a guy, whatever. Yeah, same. Right. Correct. I, like, I, like I say about your parents, either way you have to thank your parents. Because if they were great, you have to say thank you so much for teaching me what to do. And if they weren't great, you have to say thank you so much for teaching me what not to do. No, you're not going to say it to them. <laughs> but my point is, no, and I mean that for real. I really mean that for real. Because if you had extra discipline, I guarantee you you're thinking, oh, I'm going to let my kids do whatever they want. And if you had no discipline, you're going to be like, oh my gosh, I'm going to discipline my kids so much. Or whatever. Whatever you're going to do, something like that. And which is also bad, because it's both a negative reaction. It's both an extreme reaction to, because you need discipline. And you need to let your kids do what they want and also discipline them. You need to have a proper balance. But the point is, when you see someone, Rafi, and I'm very proud of you that you're aware, right? It's one of the things that, that I'm proud of the yeshiva and I'm proud of us that we want to make us be more aware of dysfunction. 
Because when you're more aware of dysfunction, then you can then maybe become, you know, part of the problem of our society is when you have, we spoke about this a few weeks ago, right? When you have kiddishes, kiddishes, kiddish, al kebeirach kiddish, when people are getting drunk and you have normal society drinking and normal society smoking and normal society acting like babies, then you think that it's normal, but it's not. It's dysfunctional. So it's good to, to sometimes get a wake-up call to say, well, well, what is actually healthy? That's not healthy. I don't want to be a 50-year-old man that I go on my plane and, and act like a little child. Does that mean there's something wrong with playing a video game? No, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with playing a video game. I actually um, play with my son um, 2K, right? We play, I actually be beat him the other night. I'm very proud of myself, right? I beat him, but I didn't ask him to play with me. You hear the difference? He, he's not going to find me playing 2K. Uh, you can't play now. I'm playing. Go to sleep, son. That would be dysfunctional. I played with him because I love him, and I know he loves, right? It's one of the things he wrote to me and my wife on the anniversary. Tati, I love when you play uh, 2K with me. So I was like, great, thank you. Like, that means I need to play more 2K with him, but not because I'm interested in playing. I'm not interested in playing. I'd rather not play, but, but I'm enjoying bonding with my son. And that's important to know the difference. If your son's going to have a beer and you want to sit and have a beer with your son, I think that's also cute and that's nice. But, if, but it's the same story. I could say it's the same way. Right? If you're fighting over the beer, right, that's not good. Right? If you need your son to have a beer with you, that's not good. If you feel, you know, you want to, I'm just using that as an example. Okay, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. You know, we're saying the beer is sure. Yeah. For one hand, yeah. your past make who you are today, right? Mm-hmm. I think that's for another hand, the past, your past, it's stopping you to be who you really are today. Yes. My question is, yes. for example, somebody is just a shy guy, right? Right. So how do you know it's something dysfunctional when it's supposed to be like a negative guy? Great. How do you know it's a, it's a part of this past? Great. Great. I love, I love your question. It's a gorgeous, amazing, great question. I'll tell you why. Because I think that's the exact point. Is your father shy? Is your mother, I'm not talking about you. Is your mother shy? Is it in the family? What happens is, right, we watch stupid movies that are stupid. We watch other people. Some people tell us what's considered cool and what's not cool. So if I'm a shy person, do you know how many shy people I've met that they're ashamed that they're shy? And I'm like, do you know how beautiful it is that you're shy? Do you know how beautiful of a mida? Do you know how good of a characteristic it is to be humble and not to be, to feel that I have to be the man? And what happens is we have, we have natural midos. We have natural ways of being and we think that there's something wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. Now, yes, people have real, true social anxiety where they can't leave their room. 
That's an extreme. But if you, when you walk into a, 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 a place where there are 100 people there, there are 50 people there, or you come into a wedding and you get nervous, I would call that very appropriate. If you're shy, if you grew up in a family where your mother is a little bit shy, your father's a little bit shy, so why would you not be shy? That's fine. And then what happens is, we have to, but that's exactly my point. And that's also talking about the negativity or the positivity. I gotta be positive, I gotta be positive. How, how the heck could you expect yourself to be positive when all you heard your whole life was from your grandmother, your mother, your father, your uncle, your brothers, and everybody's negative? So if you were not negative, you'd be a cuckoo. And then you say, oh, okay, ooh, that makes sense. And then I'm naturally negative, because people are naturally negative, maybe. Default. But without that context, you're, you have no, you don't even know where to begin. Does that help? Yeah. Okay, beautiful. Yes. Um, also, one of, the, one of the things that I thought of is, like, we always try to fight the normal emotions, like I'm going into a wedding and like I, I'm not going to be anxious, I'm not going to be whatever, and like it's normal. Like, correct. It's exactly. I'm not going to correct. I'm not going to be nervous. I better not be nervous. I'm not going to. I'm not going to. Whatever it might be, whatever you're going to say to yourself. Whatever you're going to say to yourself. Yeah. 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 Please. When, when my head used to go crazy with chatter, I still have my ups and downs and I'm working on it, but like when it was just so noisy in there, like even smoking, drinking, whatever it was, it wouldn't even get me drunk. It would just make me normal. Right. Like, uh, what, what do you mean by normal? Would make you... Like, would make me just feel like, oh, I'm able to just talk to someone. Right. Like, that. like it wouldn't even like, it's not even to get drunk. It's Correct. To be just normal. to be... To be able, well, I, the reason I, right, it's not normal, it's not, it's not. Right, well, fake normal, right, why is that normal? Why can't I be, not embarrassed, why can't I be uncomfortable talking to somebody? What, what, what's wrong with that? What's wrong with being uncomfortable talking to somebody? Who, 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 who wrote, again, if you lock yourself in your room and you won't talk to anybody for, for six months, then there might be something to talk about that you might have some type of real medical, mental, emotional issue that needs to be dealt with. But who says that you have to be comfortable walking up to somebody and, and, and being so comfortable having a conversation? Why can't I be intimidated? What's wrong with that? Something wrong with that. Yeah, probably, correct. Why? Right, and and you know what? You should no, you should no. That's that you can say you should. It's a little now a little kid, a three-year-old kid. You can't expect a three-year-old kid to feel to feel that. So the parent has to tell the kid, calm down, shh, don't talk so much. But a, but a, but a more mature adult, he's going to be nervous going into authority, going to someone. You do want to, yeah, correct. Yes, Bensi, beautiful. Let's wrap up. Uh, yes. Like, uh, if, you're, if you're not trying to be as nervous walking into a wedding, or like, I feel like just the more times you do it, it just automatically just comes, just starts to be natural. Like, Correct. Meeting random people and starting to talk to them. Correct. 
And you do it amongst friends, like yes, correct. But but even if you're nervous, my experience with that is is that if you're okay being nervous about it, then that's okay also, and you'll end up doing it anyway, and you won't end up being nervous. It's when you're beating yourself up for being nervous. It's when you're I would just take, I wouldn't worry to make it comfortable. That's why I don't like the line, make yourself comfortable with being uncomfortable. Comfortable with uncomfortable. Don't be uncomfortable being uncomfortable. Be uncomfortable being uncomfortable. I find that you enjoy it more when you're uncomfortable. <laughs> that what? Like, like you'll enjoy going over to random Good, you know what, but right, but I'm saying, why do I have to enjoy that? Now, if it's my job. Well, no, but that's not what brings, Dan, hold up. That's not what brings the negativity. What brings the uh, negativity is, I'm not supposed to be uncomfortable. I should, there, that's where Menachem should. I should feel, okay, there's something wrong with me. I'm supposed to feel comfortable. Come on, what's wrong with you? That's where the shame comes from. That's where the... Great. This individual wants to be somebody that is loud and, and whatever. And if he's just, what, Give me context. I need context on that. Why does he want to be loud? Who told him he can't be not loud? He finds that to be a more attractive character trait than, than So he's not, happy, he's, not happy being, he's not happy being who he is. He's not happy being who he is? Yeah. If, let's say I'm naturally not a loud guy. Right, but, 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 but that's what we were asking. Is it I'm working on it because I want to be that, because I don't want to be me? Or it's something that I want to work on being more assertive. I want to work on going over to somebody and saying hi. I want to work on being open with somebody. Why do I have to be loud? Why can't I just be me? Why do I have to be the, 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 the guy of the party? Why can't I just be me? And I, I know that sounds way too like, you know, just be me. But I think that that's really what it comes down to. Why can't I be the guy who's at a wedding, who's at the side, who's not so comfortable with everybody? Why can't I be that? Why can't I just sit there and be uncomfortable? Why can't I be that? I would ask yourself that question. But why is that uncomfortable? Let's say the cool, let's say a movie came out, right? And the new movie was called Be the Man Who Chills on the Side, Who's Anxious. And, and Leonardo, whatever his name is, right, uh, is, is, is uh, some beautiful woman comes over to him because he was on the side and he was all anxious. What would then start becoming the style in America? What would everyone start saying? Oh, everyone would start becoming what? Everyone wants to be anxious. Because Leonardo just, just put out a great movie of a guy on the side of the room at the wedding who's all nervous, and all the women love that. That's the way it works. Yeah, so then you're saying you would turn into societal standards, that that's how people would, would go around, go about things? Probably. Definitely doesn't help the fact that you have, that definitely does not help when you have the music in the background, and the guy, it def, oh, who sent it to me? Right? Definitely, definitely doesn't help when you have this. Just sent today, uh, sponsored by Shua Osina. Send me today. Here it is, a photo, right, of a picture. You can't see it. There's a picture of a beer, alcohol, perfect. 
And on the, on the thing, it says, this is living. This is living. I don't have to tell you guys. You guys know what's out there more than I know what's out there. Drinking, right? This is living. This is living. Coke. I remember the Coke commercials, right? At the beach and having fun. Of course, that's how you're going to sell Coke. I'm going to sell Coke by having a guy at the side of the wedding who's nervous and he's drinking Coke. I don't want to drink Coke. I want to drink Coke if I'm the guy who's, who's in the middle, say, yo, what's up? Look at, all the, look at all the people around me. I'm drinking Coke. Yes. So I'm not getting into that now. That's a conversation for another time, how much we've been brainwashed. Oh, but Rabbi, you're brainwashing me also. Yes, I am. I agree. I'm trying to brainwash you also. But I'm trying to brainwash you to become healthy, functional, live in reality, to become mature. Because you've spent 20 years, myself, I've spent many, many years being brainwashed by insanity. And not only that, if you grew up in a culture, and the more you grow up in a culture, that's continuously feeding you insanity. And that insanity is with the booze and the drinks and all of that stuff. That that's what a successful guy is, is the fact that I want to say it straight out. I'm proud to say it straight out. Yes, the guy who has all the Glenn Livets and the Glenn Fittiches and all the blah, 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 and the kiddish, and he's the cool guy, I don't think you're so cool. I actually think you're a loser. Now, I'm not judging that guy, but I don't respect that. I don't respect a 50-year-old guy, a 40-year-old guy, or a 30-year-old guy, for that matter, who's got great bottles of wine, and he's drinking, and he's getting drunk, and he doesn't know how to have a normal kiddish. I don't respect that. Now, someone else could respect that, go gesundheit, hate. But I'm just sharing my feelings. And I think when we continuously grow up in a culture like that, it's very, very dangerous. I'm not even talking about Hollywood. Very, very dangerous. Okay, Hashem should help us all. We should be Zoha. As we start off, today is the first day of the rest of your life. How does that help us? It helps us the fact that there's hope. There's hope when you're 18 years old, when you're 19 years old, when you're 20, 25, 23. I don't know if I covered most of the ages over here. Yeah, I covered most ages. 18 to 20, 17 until you're still 17, right? I was proud of you. 17, right? 17. Okay, for us, a little bit older, Hevra, it's a little bit harder because we have families. We have children already. We could have messed up more. You guys have an opportunity. You guys have an opportunity to live in however dark your childhood was, however dark your past has been. I can tell you one thing. That's the bad news. The bad news is history repeats itself. The good news is you could change it. You could literally change it. You could change your future. You can. How to do that is not for now, but you can. Have a wonderful day, everybody.